everyone and welcome back to Stereotypically Right. This is Sienna Catherine and today's episode is called Annie Get Your Gun. But first I would like to say Happy New Year. We made it out of the catastrophe and monstrosity that was 2020 but in all honesty it was probably one of the best years of my life. Like I had a lot of fun doing a lot of different things, going to protests, the different jobs that I worked and everything like that and got to shake a lot of things up and I kind of found my strength I guess you could say because there's a lot of things that I would have never done otherwise just for fear of backlash I guess I'm pretty bold when it comes to being online but like actually going to protests and stuff like that and and just not backing down I am kind of proud of myself for what I did and of course I stood for God and I stood against the tyranny that is trying to creep into America so yeah hopefully people realize what the whole plot of 2020 was this year and they wake up and they start rooting themselves in biblical truth if they're they know the bible or if they don't know the bible hopefully the events woke them up to what could potentially be the end times and the great tribulation that we're heading into and they realize that the crazy people that they wrote off last year were actually just trying to help them But anyway, because of everything that happened last year, I decided that I was going to talk about guns and gun ownership and the Second Amendment. So a little bit about my background on guns. I don't have a background on guns, to be honest. So I've really never been a gun person until last year because of all of the events that happened. And I never wanted to be a gun owner because I just didn't see the need for it. But after doing thorough research on guns and gun laws and listening to the testimonies of gun owners and the reason why they own them, I'm now a big proponent of the Second Amendment. I never understood why people were so enthusiastic about them, and all I heard was the mainstream media talking about gun owners and the NRA members, and they were making them out to be bad people because they cared more about guns than people. But I know that that's not true, obviously. I knew that wasn't true before, but I just didn't really have a good counter-argument of gun ownership and gun enthusiasm I guess and I was torn because of the mass shootings on what the right approach would be to gun ownership but now I know the truth about the second amendment and gun ownership and I'm fully in support of every American owning whatever gun that they wish to own I also have no problem of no problem with people using guns for whatever purpose they please within the law it's important to note that lawful gun owners are the root of the attack of the left not the criminals who have guns although they're the real problem obviously criminals are not supposed to have guns and they're not supposed to use guns in the ways that they do but they're criminals so obviously that doesn't faze them those who conduct mass shootings don't respect the second amendment at all obviously and those who do realize that it's for self-protection against a tyrannical government shooting is done for sport hunting just for fun out of range or basically it's empowering to be able to to be able to own something that can help you defend yourself when you need it the police aren't always going to be there for you and they're not always going to be able to get to you in a timely manner and there's also been heavy threats to defund the police in the past year the most common saying is that it's that people own guns to protect themselves and their families and the founding fathers wrote the constitution for a reason and they included the second amendment in the bill of rights for a very good reason. The whole reason they fought the Revolutionary War was to get away from tyranny and gain their independence, and 
the Second Amendment is to keep that independence in event of a large government overreach, kind of like what we're seeing right now. Those who are gun control enthusiasts are the ones who know the least about guns and gun laws, and gun control is basically another virtue signaling tactic of the left that preys on people who want to be called victims while really creating victims as a result of their policies. So what is the Second Amendment? This is what the Second Amendment says. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Basically, according to the Federalists, it's to overthrow the government in the event that it becomes tyrannical. And these are rights to protect individuals, according to the NRA ILA. Some people believe that this means anyone of any age can own a gun and that no parts of guns should be restricted as that's considered an infringement. Just an opinion. I don't really have an opinion on that. I believe that all Americans should be able to own guns, but I don't really have an opinion on like the age that someone should be able to own a gun. That's just not something that I'm going to get into in this episode. So now we're going to talk about AR-15 controversy and gun control controversy. So basically politicians are looking to ban AR-15s because it's commonly used in mass shootings. But my argument is how do we know that the government didn't use this as a way to start implementing stricter gun control laws by picking on this one rifle? An AR-15 is a semi-automatic rifle. It's not automatic, and basically that means a semi-automatic means one shot per pull of the trigger. Politicians like to say that it's automatic and that you just put your finger on the trigger and it keeps going. That's not true. Only a bump stock would make that automatic. Basically, a bump stock takes the recoil of your last shot and just keeps the gun going so that when you put your finger on the trigger, it keeps firing. But Trump banned those in 2018. People question why it has to fire 30 rounds per magazine or who needs 30 rounds to defend themselves, but why does it matter? In some states like California, you can only have 10 to 20 rounds, I'm pretty sure, per magazine, but technically that's an infringement because it's an adaptation to your gun ownership. Another popular phrase that people like to say, especially left-leaning politicians, is that AR stands for assault rifle, and it doesn't. It stands for Armalite. That's the brand, like the maker of the gun. And it's not a military weapon. Like like po- leftist politicians like to say, they like to misname this rifle and use it to scare uninformed voters. And the San Francisco Board of Supervisors even said that the NRA was a domestic terrorist organization, which that's absolutely absurd and they would never say anything about BLM being a domestic terrorist organization or Antifa and they're the ones that are actually causing problems in society. The NRA is really just a firearms education organization and they're just a fierce supporter and advocate of Second Amendment rights. So we can know that the government knows that semi-automatics under 50 calibers aren't weapons of war aka military rifles because of a case with Cody Wilson and the Second Amendment foundation. They filed a suit against the Obama administration in 2013, and the government had to admit this, that semi-automatics under .50 caliber weren't weapons of war. So the government, obviously, as they love to do, is lying to us and preying on those who don't really have the proper information and playing on their emotions. Looking to ban guns like these, like the Air 15, they're implementing and implementing stricter gun laws only affects the law-abiding citizens because, as I said before, the criminals aren't going to listen. Those are the people that the alleged left are supposed to be tackling, but 
the criminals, they don't care. They're not listening to the debates. They're not listening to politicians when they go out and campaign. They're really not concerned with handing over their guns. That's why they have them. That's why they're criminals. The only thing that banning guns is going to do is leave populations vulnerable. As I said before, the police aren't always going to be able to get to you in a timely manner. They're not always going to be able to get to places that have high crime rates. And if it's known that certain areas are defenseless, criminals with guns will target those areas. And if you didn't see any part of 2020, they are looking to defund the police, the leftists. That's making you completely defenseless. You don't have a police force and you don't have a gun. So what are you supposed to do when you find yourself in trouble and the person that's attacking you does have a gun? Gun control laws were just meant to target poorer and minority communities, but they're using those communities to virtue signal just like everything else the left uses those communities for. So buyback programs. This is a heated topic amongst gun owners because how can you buy back something that you never had the ownership of in the first place? What is a buyback program? Essentially, it's selling your privately owned guns back to the government so that they can use them against you later. If the government has your guns, then when it's time to try to overthrow the government, they can just basically blow your brains out because they're the ones that have the guns. It's not efficient at all in terms of taxes because buyback programs could cost anywhere between $1 and $87 billion. If you haven't looked at the last COVID relief bill, our government decided to send money to other countries for gender study programs and for a border wall, but they want to tax us to be able to buy our guns back, but not give money to American citizens. They only want to give that money. They only want to give you $600. Trump pressured them to give $2,000, but then left politicians want to tax you $1 to $87 billion like per society in order to buy your guns back when they didn't even own them in the first place. And again, criminals are not going to participate in this buyback program. They're going to hear about it, but they're going to ignore it. And obviously coming to get them isn't really an issue. Like it's not really going to stop them because they're the ones with the guns and we don't have them. So the buyback programs just leaves the guns for the criminals and the government and it leaves populations vulnerable who really need it. So I asked some of my friends to tell me some quotes that they have about gun ownership, like why they have a gun. And most people use guns for self-defense, hunting, and protection. So Jennifer said that police officers can't be everywhere all the time. It's my responsibility to protect myself and personal dispense responsibility to enforce the law. I own a gun to protect me and my family and also to provide food for my family. We all know that a firearm of any caliber is faster than 911. 2A is an important part of our Constitution because of our forefathers. They wanted to be able, us to be able to defend ourselves just like they did from a tyrannical government. These idiots need to get it through their heads that they shall not be infringed upon. They're starting to awaken a sleeping bear, and you can only poke that bear so much before it retaliates. And that was from Jonathan. Chandler says, I own a gun not because I hate anyone or want to hurt anyone. I own a gun because I will not allow the ones I love to be hurt. Kat says, for pleasure, procurement of food and protection. My husband is a hunter and a competition sports shooter. We enjoy going to the range and sporting clay venues with our two kids. I keep a Ruger LCR by my bedside and a quick access gun safe for home protection. Our guns are locked. 
you can use my first name. I'm not ashamed or afraid to be known as a gun owner. It's my right. Hashtag Second Amendment, hashtag gun rights, hashtag stop tyranny. Love that. Dana says, we own a shotgun and I have a handgun. We also own pellet guns to train our children with. Other than shooting for pleasure or hunting, we have them for personal property or protection. Responsible gun ownership is our right and a privilege. Angela says, I own a handgun for protection of myself and my child. I can lose property, but if I can save my little son's life, that's more than worth it. I believe strongly in the ability to protect oneself via the right to bear arms. My grandfather was a sheriff for nearly 33 years in Wytheville, Virginia. He began teaching me gun safety at a young age. Guns for food and protection has always been the Appalachian way. Kristen says, I was raised around guns. I own them now to protect my children, family, and country to hunt with, and to hunt with. I am a survivor of human trafficking, and my firearm gives me my safety back. Christina says, I own guns to protect my family and myself. I'm a mother of six, five are girls. I want them to know how to use a gun to protect themselves as well. It's our right. An unarmed man can only flee from evil, and evil is not overcome by fleeing from evil. Kayla says, owning a gun is female rights. People ignore how large of a human issue, how large of an issue human trafficking is and how it's a majority of children and women. I have the right to defend myself and my children from any and all threats. And lastly, Jonathan says, I believe God has given me the indefeasible right to protect myself and all threats that come our way. The Second Amendment is the last line of defense from citizens losing their freedom to, from a tyrannical government. So if you... We're listening to any of the past few quotes. No one in my quotes and none of my friends are seeking to harm people, but only to protect themselves and to provide food for their family and to train their children on how to be able to defend themselves as well. Some people use it for sport, like Kat and her husband, and shooting can just be something that's used for fun. But you have to be able to lawfully own a gun. So a lot of people don't know the like what all goes into owning a gun. So I just decided to type up the current gun laws for North Carolina. You don't need a permit to own a rifle or a shotgun, but you need one to purchase a pistol. When you go to purchase a shotgun, you can't just pick it up and go to self-checkout and leave. You have to do a background check, they run it, and then you can have the rifle in your possession. There's no possession licensing for any gun. Open carry is allowed for rifles. Concealed carry permit is required for handguns. And when you take your concealed carry course, it must include basic firearm mechanics in operation, concealed carry ammunition overview, different types of concealed carry firearms, concealed carry weapon general firearm safety, legal instruction including justifiable force, citizen's arrest, reciprocity, firearm transport, etc., concealed carry firearm storage and accessories overview, escalation of force, criminal and civil liability, firing stances and positions. Then you receive your fingerprints at the sheriff's office and you get your concealed carry permit. Lawful gun owners have to be aware of the laws between the states and know the laws of where they're carrying in order to be carrying in order to continue to carry. There's already a lot of laws in place and banning certain guns or equipment used with them begins to infringe on the rights of the citizen. So when you go to these classes or when you go to purchase a gun, you have there's there's a few rules that is just like common knowledge in gun ownership world. You have to know your target, what's beyond it, never have your hand on the trigger unless you intend to shoot. And if you have to use your gun for self-defense, you have to be ready to justify your reasoning. Like if your house is broken into and 
you, I don't know, scream at them and they don't realize that you're home and then they start to run away, shooting them in the back is not justifiable. So there's a lot of times where people think, oh, I have a gun, this is happening right now and I'm going to use it. No, you have to think about how you're going to be able to justify shooting and killing someone in the court of law. So gun ownership is not as reckless as the left makes it seem like. Of course, there are going to be people who take advantage of the law, but that's what people do with cars, knives. People do that all the time with any sort of equipment, and they do it with money. They do it with anything. It's not just guns. And a gun is an inanimate object. It doesn't have the ability to kill someone. A person has the ability to kill someone. So it depends on who is pulling the trigger. Lastly, I'm going to talk about what the Bible says about self-defense and hunting because that's what people mostly use their guns for. Exodus 22, 2-3 says, If a thief is found breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there shall be no blood guilt for him. But if the sun has risen on him, there shall be blood guilt for him. He shall surely pay. If he has nothing, then he shall be sold for his theft. So basically, if someone is breaking and entering into your home, you can shoot them. Okay. Genesis 27, 3 says, Now then, take your weapons, your quiver, and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me. So people especially like vegans have issues with hunting honestly i've just never hunted because i personally can't shoot like a cute little animal but the savvy truth had a really good video on hunting and why people hunt so i didn't really realize this but obviously like population control but not only that but like you want the animal to have the swiftest most humane death as possible which i did not know that and also they're trying to target animals that can potentially ruin the rest of the population So hunting is very important for land preservation, essentially, and I didn't know that. And a lot of people who hunt use every single part of the animal. And some people do trophy hunt, but if it's for population control, then it's really not a problem. Again, people are going to take advantage of that, but it's better to allow people to hunt and allow for people to use firearms to give animals like humane death because as the savvy truth was saying Peter closed down a horse factory that would like kill horses but now they go to mexico to get slaughtered and they don't have the same regulations on killing animals as we do so people who use guns are not these like trigger happy crazy people they're using it because it's a resource that we were given and the second amendment is a god-given inalienable right that can't be taken away no matter what happens especially a pandemic and i say that because our sheriff in my county is withholding permits from people and it's taking six to eight months for people to be able to get their concealed carry permit and that's against the law because if you know that the only way that someone can conceal carry is to have a permit and then you're withholding the permit so that they can't get the gun because you can use it to purchase guns too then that's infringing on their rights so I don't know. It's With all of this information and all of the research that I've done on guns, different types of guns, like pistols versus rifles, all of that, ammunition, barrel size, all of that, and what people use it for, honestly, I'm a huge proponent of the Second Amendment now, and I never thought that I would say that. Honestly, I used to be terrified of guns, and I never wanted one anywhere near me, but I mean, like, it's an inanimate object. The media has done a lot of damage, especially this year in, or last year, in making lawful citizens out to be the bad guy because of the ability to virtue signal. 
And people who are not educated on the topics that the media talks about are easy prey and useful idiots for whatever agenda that they want to promote. So if they take our guns and we're not able to protect ourselves and the people who are trying to tell you that aren't able to protect you when the time comes, then you're really going to regret it. Honestly, conservatism slash patriotism, because I don't really want to identify as a Republican anymore, is the way to go because we don't want to infringe on other people's rights. And people will make the argument that abortion is infringing on someone's right, like their right to get an abortion, but that's regarding someone else's life. So, like, we don't really care what you do as long as you don't, like, force your agenda on us or as long as you're not hurting other people. And if we don't have gun owners and the government buys back all of our guns and then we decide that we've had enough, then how are we going to be able to get our country back? If they have all of our money and all of our weapons then we're basically just sitting ducks waiting for them to come and kill us so it's best to let those who know what they're doing defend themselves and defend you and for them to be able to do their hobby because we had to go through a lot of barriers to be able to own the gun that we do we can't just get it and you can't just get any kind of gun because there's a lot of restrictions on guns and equipment so we're not the bad guy Obviously, if someone wants to break the law, they will, but there's repercussions for that, but it's not stricter gun control. So basically, moral of the story is know your rights and be prepared and stock up on food and ammunition. So that was probably one of my quickest podcasts podcasts ever, but I just felt like I needed to come on here and talk to you guys about my change in opinion about guns. So I don't want to say that I've ever been someone who doesn't think anybody should own any gun ever. I just honestly didn't know what to think regarding AR-15s and regarding like the passion around the Second Amendment. I just didn't understand it because of the media framework. And so I've just had to unlearn everything that the media taught me. And now I, I would call myself one of those people that I just didn't understand before, which is a huge proponent of the Second Amendment. And I encourage every any and everyone to go out and get a gun obviously learn about the safety rules and there's lots of youtube videos on it that's what i did to be able to watch and and learn about what what it was that i wanted to buy and just to learn new things about guns i don't know people use them for a lot of different things and there's a lot of cool guns out there never thought i'd be saying that but they're not bad they're inanimate objects just like anything else and there's tons of other objects out there that kill every single day that are not as highly regulated as a gun so that was this episode of annie get your gun hopefully this inspired you if you're not a gun owner to do some more research on guns and just educate yourself you don't have to own one but at least be educated on gun ownership and different types of guns and just the rules and procedures and educate your educate yourself on the nra because it's literally not a domestic terrorist organization and anyone who believes that I don't know. Maybe there's hope for you. I don't know. But if you liked this episode, be sure to give it a rating if you can on Apple Podcasts and leave a review if you'd like. Follow me on social media. My Twitter is Sienna Catherine and my Instagram is it's Sienna Catherine. And if you have any topics that you would like for me to discuss in future episodes, feel free to message me on either of those platforms. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you in my next episode. (laughs) 